Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from the ChrisVossShow.com. The Chris Voss Show. Uh, welcome to the podcast, people. It's been an interesting couple weeks as we've seen these uh, riots uh, and protests, is probably a better word, uh, rage on for Black Lives Matter and uh, the world, literally standing in support of uh, better race relations, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm very heartened today. It's uh, Sunday. Uh, June 7th, 2020, and uh, it's the army of uh, um, Trump's army has disappeared, <clears throat> his, secret, <laughs> his secret police, um, so we're no longer living in Egypt or uh, Libya yet or something. Uh, William Barr was on the TV uh, crying mea culpa, um, which is good. Which is good. Um, what's really cool that's really warming my heart is seeing uh, protesters are uh, protesting peacefully. You can now see Black Lives Matter from a satellite. So <laughs> it's like a beacon on the world. And uh, ironically, it's one in the in front of uh, uh, someone who's the greatest racist in the world now occupying the people's house, our house. So um, more funerals for uh, George Floyd. Uh and I believe he was laid to rest at his final place in uh, Houston. Um, they had the final thing uh, today. But um, uh, this is important, and I think it's really great. In fact, the protests are getting bigger and more peaceful. They actually eliminated the curfews on them because they're um, doing whatever. What's really interesting is there's this conversation going on now, so I want to talk about it. You may have heard uh, of the hashtag defund police. And, uh, sadly, that's a really poor choice of, of, uh, <coughs> of a hashtag because it, it kind of implies, or I've had people go, that, that means they just want to get rid of the police altogether and then we'll have war and everyone can get a gun. I mean, seeing all these fucking nut jobs saying this stupid shit. Um, but let's talk about what that means and, and how that works. You know, we, we've had different over the years, people from mental health care, to, um, you know, and we've seen lots of cases where uh, people have mental issues, maybe they're deaf, maybe they don't hear, maybe they're, um, they have autism uh, or something, the cops storm in when they can't get them to raise their hands, response, they get shot. Um, you know, we've seen all sorts of different things like this and, and not all cases, in fact, I don't, I'm not a police officer, I wouldn't know, but you have to wonder how many cases they actually go out to because there's a lot of silly stuff they get called out to. You know, you see the Karens, of course, calling them up, going, <laughs> going, hey, this person's outside being black and it's offending me. I'm racist. I'm a racist. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I'm sure there's a lot of stupid calls they get. I know domestic calls, unless they get really violent and out of control or just dumb because they just show up and be like, she, yeah, I hear her. She, he hates me. We don't get along. <laughs> just like, why don't you just divorce and leave each other and move on, man. Get over it. Um, so, uh, you know, basically we send a guy with a gun and a badge who probably has less training on the job uh, that, or, or I should say just less training and preparation than some people. I know, uh, one of my friends who cuts hair is hair, hair salon gal. She says there's more training that's required for her to get a license. There's for a police officer, become a police officer. That's not good people. That's not, not, not good. So, um, 
So yeah, there you have it. Um, so you may have seen this hashtag going around. Uh, so you, you may have people in your life going, they wanted to fund the police. Hey, look, here, here's the deal. Uh, for years and years and years, we've tried to reform police departments. We've tried to make things better. The problem is, is that the police unions have incredible power. They have incredible contracts. Um, it's almost impossible to get a police officer convicted. Uh, it's almost... Uh, uh, I mean, you just see, there's just so much abuse. We can go on and on. Google it if, if you want to go through it all. Um, and I think it's time that we just say, hey, look, man, there's got to be some better ways to approach things, better ways to go after things. If it's a healthcare call-in issue, it doesn't require someone with a gun, send a social worker. Same thing for a social worker thing, marriage counseling, or, or whatever the case may be. Let's try and get the situation fixed. Because I've seen police officers be at a domestic violence call. There's helpless. There's nothing they can do. You can watch anyone among cops. And all the cops can do is be like, hey, can you just like keep it down and quit annoying your neighbors, just calm things down a bit, and otherwise you know, we'll have to come get you and put one in jail. Um, you know, that's not the appropriate way to deal with it. In fact, if anything, they need to meet with a marriage counselor, a social worker, and uh, social worker sits down and says, okay, well, you know, let's work out a plan and figure this out. But having a gun in that situation just amps things up through the roof. And it certainly sets people off and et cetera, et cetera. So there's got to be a better way to do this. Uh, even putting more money into uh, kids' programs and everything else is a better way to do it. So no one wants to defund the police. No one wants to put the police out of a job. There is always going to be plenty of need for good police, but there just needs to be more accountability. You have a license to kill. You know, one of my friends uh, is, I'll, I'll, I'll just name him his first name, Jason. His, um, one of my friends used to say a long time ago, he goes, if you want to be a serial killer legally, become a cop. And, you know, his point was basically you saw a lot of police officers either never get prosecuted for uh, killing people and and uh, and others who do. Uh, there's a recent video that was going around viral where um, a protester was, uh, I think, ripped out of her car and, uh, and the gun had been drawn on her and stuff. Uh, it turns out the guy... Who did it has like I don't know, it's like seven forty five or seventy complaints uh, of pulling his gun out. I mean, just this this guy is just asking for it. And if you look on the history of the some of the people in the, the George Floyd case, they're having the same sort of issue. So I'm a big believer in this. I think we need to put money to other resources. I don't believe we should, you know, eliminate cops and fire cops. Uh, I do believe those contracts need to get broken down and changed to where Bad cops can get kicked out of the system. Unions need to realize that that this is going to kill them. Where uh, pretty much, you know, the, the public has turned on them and said, "Hey, we want systematic change," and uh, <coughs> and so uh, they've got to realize that they've got to get rid of these bad cops to stay in business. It can't be this free for all anymore. It can't be. Um, you know, the, there's no accountability if you're a bad cop. And then the other thing that needs to happen is they need to make it so it's easier to turn in bad cops. Like in 10, you know, if a bunch of cops say, hey, we're really concerned about this guy. You know, you heard in the military, there was that one guy who got um, released by Trump, pardoned by Trump, 
But he was the one guy in the military who uh, was shooting up, killing people in Iraq that were innocent victims. And his whole squad was like, hey, man, hey, management, you need to look into this guy. And yeah, I'm not sure he's the right fit for what he's doing because he's got a problem. And uh, so, you know, we see that uh, in a lot of places. And we need to... We need to we need to just have better accountability on that. So what's interesting today is uh, Minneapolis put out a uh, an announcement. The uh, today nine members of the Minneapolis City Council formally announced their intention to end police department and the police department. I don't know what that means officially and create a new transformative model for uh, cultivating public safety. Um, it looks like they're just like rethinking the whole kit and caboodle, which is pretty freaking crazy um and uh, across the country communities have been calling for fundamental change today minneapolis leaders are answering that call to action in a bold solidarity uh grounded by the community they are committing to fundamentally reimagining what true public safety looks like this is a bold step and more importantly a necessary one they said it is clear now more than ever that our current system of public safety is not working it is one of over policing of mass criminalization of mass incarceration of black and brown communities of an oppression that is extricably linked to police brutality and murder true public safety does not come when communities have what they need or i'm sorry does come when they have what they need affordable housing access to quality education universal health care dignified living wage jobs so <coughs> This is a really important thing, uh, and it's going to be kind of interesting. Uh, it's time for those models to get thrown out. 2020, we've been talking about this a lot on the Chris Voss Show. Uh, all the models are going to break. Not all, but you know, most of the models are going to break, and we're going to have to come up with new models. Uh, <laughs> so um, get prepared for change because it be coming. Um, the times, they are changing. So... Um, so this is going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, let's send a healthcare worker uh, when someone's having a mental breakdown. Let's send a social worker when someone's having domestic violence problems. Let's you know let's take guns out of the situation. There is a need for police. There is a need for police with guns. The other thing I believe too is, you know, we saw this in the George Bush era. As soon as we, I remember the discussions even on the news. The news is like, wait. We're giving away real cheap all of our web, all of our uh, super army gear to police departments on the cheap uh, from the you know we're from Iraq and our military over there, and we're just giving them to these police so that they can play Rambo. Um, this probably isn't going to end well. And all that did, and people at the time were like, "This is going to embolden police departments to act like uh, the military. This is kind of dangerous." <clears throat> and uh, sure enough, that's what they did. So over the last what? 10, 15 years, that's what they've done. So it, it's time for that whole thing to stop, the whole Rambo cop shit. Like, when did we get so far away from when I see these guys, they look like something out of Soldier Fortune fucking magazine or they work for one of our, our very great military units, and you're like, dude, you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You're not in fucking Iraq, man, uh, uh, pinned down in a foxhole. Why do you need all that shit on? So... Um, it, you know, cops playing soldiers. That's just it. Just goes to well, well to their own mentality of of how that soaks into them, and then we just become, I guess, insurgents or targets or or uh, whatever you want to call it, war. 
Um, it's just not right. And it, it just, I think it feeds into the power of that ego of being able to do whatever you want, especially when your union will back you up. Um, so anyway, uh, if you hear that term, uh, defund the police, that's what's going on in America. And I think it's important. Uh, you know, rule of law is still important. We're always going to need police, but I think in many cases we need to take a look at the budgets that, that get spent. If you look at some of those cities, they spend like, there's some that they spend like 80% of their budget is the police department. Again, over policing, not getting results. So this is going to be an interesting time. I'm, I'm very heartened to see, uh, I'm very heartened to see, um, the curfews being withdrawn, the secret police disappearing, uh, and everything else, uh, that was completely inappropriate and very scary considering the type of country we're supposed to be as a, um, as a thing, hopefully the fencing will come down soon around the white house so that what's his face can get out of the, his bunker. Um, but, uh, no, I, I'm all for this. I, I really think it needs to change. There's so much stuff that can happen, especially when people show up with guns in situations you have to wonder why they get escalated. And when you really think about it, uh, I talked about this in yesterday's uh, podcast. You know, you have these people that they fill up jails, uh, and racist cops can fill them faster, I'm sure. But they fill up jails with people, and we have this huge, uh, you know, massive jail com megaplex complex situation uh, that's out of control, that feeds itself. I mean, uh, as marijuana has wanted to become legalized around the nation, people have rallied around it. The one people who put the most money behind not legalizing marijuana, prison unions. <laughs> prison unions, yeah. They, they want to see more prisoners because that's a job security to them. And while I'm all for those people having job security, um, we don't need to create a beast that just keeps fed. Uh, and we keep having to feed it more of our racist issues and people. So I'm all for that. When you when you really start thinking about what's been going on with the police, and even I didn't think about it that much, but you really think about the police, what's been going on with the police, is this is really where the problem starts. And uh, a lot of good cops are good, but the problem is they don't have a way to kick out bad cops, and the bad cops uh, make everything worse. I mean, they make... they. You know, it's the bad apple, the bunch, the one bad apple that'll get you. So anyway, uh, that's my thoughts and take on, uh, George Floyd, uh, rest his soul and his family and all the other recent African-American people that were gunned down. Uh, there's the one gal who was just killed in her bed sleeping and they had the wrong house. <laughs> it's just astounding. Um, and they they fill their boyfriend for holes. And he actually called nine one one saying we're being robbed. There's people breaking down the front door, and uh, and now he's in the hospital because, I mean, you know, if you're going in with this amount of force, you know, you kind of have to wonder sometimes. I mean, I realize we have to protect the lives of a lot of police officers, but I somehow it's got to scale the situation. Um, especially if you're going in, in, in the middle of the night where people are asleep, do you really need to take in 50,000 SWAT officers and do the whole break the door down thing? Maybe, maybe try knocking on the door first, see what happens. What do you know? Um, <coughs> I don't know. I'm not a police officer. Right? I don't know how to tell you, 
you did you do your job clearly, but there has to be a form. There is always a way to make something better. And we should want that because people are crying out for it and saying it's destroying their lives. And I think you're pretty blind if you can't see that it is. So there's that. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, that's my commentary for the day. And uh, hope to see you next time.